Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Garrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, hey, hey. It's Coach Kimberly here, and I am coming to you live with the awesome and amazing Misty Kerrigan. Hey, happy New New Year. Year. Listen, we are here today for our newest episode, and today's episode is all about how you can hit your targets, how you can hit them in 2021. I can't believe that we've made it through 2020. What about you? Yay! It's over. <laughs> it is over. And I know many of you are excited to say that 2020 is over. And you're walking into 2021 with great expectations, with goals and drive and ambition. And we're going to give you some insight, some information to help you charge in and hit your targets. You know, we were talking and we have an amazing 2021 lined up for you guys. We've got marketing, sales, business. Uh, I, I could go on and on. And we're super excited to be releasing that in 2021. But as we were talking, we took a second and we thought about it. We're like, let's get our mindset and our hit right. And our hit is our habits, our intentions, and our triggers. So today's episode, we're dedicated to building that foundation. Because once you have that strong foundation, whatever 2021 throws at you, it could be crazier than 2020. It's not going to matter. Because if you have that foundation, you're going to be able to accomplish anything you set your mind to or put your word to. That's right. And you know, when you think about it, habits intentions and triggers. You know, it's almost like we're going to talk about them in that order, but realistically triggers impact your intentions or intentions impact your triggers and your triggers impact your habits. They're kind of in a circular fashion. So different times, different seasons in your life, these different things will play a part. So be, be ready to really capture some information, get your notepads out, take some notes. And we will have show notes with some areas for you to take action, for you to have time of self-reflection, but also action steps for you, because that's where it all starts. You know, you can have the greatest intentions in, in the world, but without action, it doesn't matter, you know, (laughs) right? We were just uh, talking about that. It's people really have great intentions. They have great wants, they have desires and they want things. And it's very prevalent this time of year. As we hit the new year, we're, we talked about it in a, in a previous episode as resolutions, but we all know, and we've been around long enough to know resolutions don't equal results. That's right. But we know why. And we have some strategies so that you could bypass that and just hit the things that get it hit, hit <laughs> the things that matter most to you. So you could accomplish your goals, your desires, your dreams, all in 2021. You don't have to wait five years, 10 years, 15 years, or for the economy to be better or for this to happen. It happens inside out. And that's why today is all about the inside and what we could do to set up the outside to, as we always say, set it up to win. That's right. 
I love it. So, Misty, without further ado, shall we tap into this message, this episode today and begin really talking about the first thing, which is habits. The, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting word. It's a scary word. It's, it's one of those things that when people hear it, you think, what are my habits? And I always think about some of the habits I've developed over the year, some good, some bad, some, you know, still in the making. But let's first talk about and define what habits are, Misty. What, what are habits? Habits are the behaviors and routines that we do unconsciously almost. Mm. It's what we do and we don't realize that we're doing it. So a lot of times people give the example of, have we ever been driving home? And got home and realized, hey, I don't remember some of this. Yes. And it's the, um, I like to define habits as this. It's the things that we do or don't do that internally affect us. Mm-hmm. So I love working with Kimberly because you are, you have a habit, a mindset, and it's almost a who you are of fitness. And we joke a lot about it because we do a lot of hikes and she's always trying to help me get in better shape. But it's funny because I set goals, but it's not quite habits. And so when you're thinking about habits, if you're in this, um, and some of you listeners are, you're in that zone of if you don't work out, you don't feel like yourself. That's because it is on such a level, it becomes part of who you are. It's the same thing when we're working with little kids, right? On why they're brushing their teeth. And some parents get annoyed because you have to remind your children. And then there's that day that they just start brushing their teeth without your prompts. So it's those behaviors that don't need prompts. They tend to happen automatically, whether we want them to or not. And what we like to do um, is set up a question. And I have a question for Kimberly. Is there reasons we have bad habits? There are. But even before I answer that, let me say this. When we think about habits, we think about the history of habits. There have been so many studies out done. You know, initially they said 21 days to form a habit. Then it was 30 days to form a habit. Then it was 66 days to form a habit. And I believe that it takes one decision to form a habit. Just one. Just one. Now, there is a cycle of repetition that needs to take place to make that habit embedded in you. But I think about individuals. I know we interviewed a a gentleman a few weeks ago, and he was an alcoholic. And one day he realized that he did not want to continue on that path. After years of trying to stop and not being successful, one day, one decision, he changed that habit from a bad one to a good one. And so when you think about habits, yes, it does take time to cement them or make them concrete, if you will. But we think about what they are and what they mean. And I think when we can decide and really put that why to the habit, why am I doing this? What do I hope to accomplish? Who do I hope to become as a result of doing this activity day in, day out? Then that habit becomes real for you. I love that. I want to utilize um, the term, are you a non-smoker or are you trying to quit smoking? Sure. And it's the same difference. It's a different play on words. It's one is a commitment, is a decision. And habits aren't about trying because we now have the technology and we have the research to be able to set up habits. 
we can control habits once we know what controls them. That's right. I think that's pretty exciting. And I love how you said it. And I get it. There's going to be some naysayers. Oh, I'm just going to make a decision. Oh, I'm going to be skinny today. It's that easy. It's not. But again, it's all about the why. Why? What is driving that habit, right? Because when you think about the fact that you want to be skinny, sometimes just being skinny is, and I'll use this, it's, it may be a vain reason. I want to look good in a bathing suit. But if your reason for being skinny is so that you don't pass out and die because there's chronic heart disease in your family or some medical condition that just the doctor just said to you, you need to stop or you need to lose this weight, it drives you in a whole different fashion. And when you think about that, that's a huge change. And so I I say that to really say, think about habits and think about why you want to form that habit. And once you do then you have some ammunition to make that habit become real and to stick. You have some sticky power, some stickiness to it. That's going to keep it real in your life. So what you're saying is we really want to expand on that target. What it is we want, but more importantly, why do we want it? And are we willing to put in the time and effort to get it? Oh, yes. I want to talk about that. I won't go into great detail because my Real Talk Tuesday today was a little bit about that. And next week, I'm going to talk about counting the cost, the sacrifice, because nothing comes easy. Everything requires some form of sacrifice. And the question is, how much are you willing to pay to make things work? And, And I want to go back to your original question. And I know I went way off a target, way off of the topic, but you said, you know, reasons people maintain bad habits. Now I have four ways, four reasons, but today I'm just going to talk about three. Okay. (laughs) And there's a story behind that. There's a story behind that. I'll bring that one back to you later. But one of the first reasons people, I believe, keep some of the bad habits in their lives is because they're protecting themselves. I want to protect myself from hurt. I want to protect myself from feeling defeated. I want to protect myself in this case. And I think about uh, men and women who are on a weight loss journey and they know that, you know what, I need to stop eating that, that cake um, or I need to stop doing these things that are not helpful for me, but they're, they don't do it even though they want to, they don't do it because it's easier to just grab the cake. It's easier to grab this thing because they didn't schedule the time to meal prep or plan those meals out in advance. And they're protecting themselves from then feeling bad about what they didn't do to reach their goal. So that protection piece is so huge when it comes to why people stay in that, in that negative or bad habit place. We really need to revisit that and say, you know what? Is what I want to accomplish more important than this self-protection, right? Than protecting myself and, and making myself feel good about who I am or what I've done. No, we've got to, we have to get real with ourselves if we're really looking to develop new habits in our lives. And I talk about that a lot, about being really a transformation happens through truth <laughs> and it comes from transparency. And that's what we have to do and become in order to see that success. I love that. Transformation happens through transparency. That's it. That's good. We, got, we have to keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing I think when it comes to why people keep bad habits 
is they're placating themselves, their family members, people around them, and really, you know, dumbing, really drilling things down and saying, oh, it's no big deal that I have come to this place in my life, that I'm not reaching my goals, that I have, you know, gained an excessive, you know, 50 pounds. And we tend to do that often. And that, again, is another form of protection, another place that keeps us in that negative or bad habit space and not allowing us to grow and become what we know we can be and achieve the new goal, the new target that we're hoping to hit. And then the last one is proving ourselves. (laughs) You know, I know that I've been guilty of trying to prove who I was to myself, but more so to other people. And that was when I was younger. I've gotten wiser and smarter now that I don't care what other people think about me nowadays. (laughs) And that's the truth. But I'll tell you, back in the day, I was always trying to prove myself, prove that I was worthy, prove that I could do or I was all of the things that people thought I was. And that held me back. And it stopped me from achieving those goals. It stopped me from developing those new habits that I wanted to achieve because I was either protecting myself, placating, or proving that I could do something to someone else that really didn't matter. A lot of times we're, you know, we're spending money for things that we don't want, things that we don't need to impress people we don't even like. (laughs) We have to stop that because it's not proving beneficial to us. And it's not getting us closer to that goal that we've designed or that we desire for our lives to our target love it so now that we know what kind of holds us in these moments of being stuck in these bad habits what are some strategies to help us build some new habits well I know we talked about a couple and I've talked so much Missy I'm going to put it on you to to talk (laughs) a little bit about a couple of those good strategies and habits we can do Uh, One of the things we love to coach is stacking. And if you've heard our podcast or you've seen us speak um, or you've been to one of our live trainings, you know that one of Kimberly's favorite things to do is squat. It's a really great muscle. It helps. And it really, it honestly grounds you. It gets you breathing better and it helps with some movement. And we laugh because she likes to talk about how she squats while she brushes her teeth. And she just recommends it. But the more and more we coach, people come back and they're like, I squat when I brush my teeth now. But me included, I'm guilty. But it's called stacking because if you already have the habit of brushing your teeth and if you do that two to three times a day and you're knocking out 25, just 25 squats, that's 75 squats that you wouldn't normally do. And you don't even think about it. As you start brushing your teeth, you automatically start squatting because they're stacking on one another. They're, they're connected. Another great thing that I learned to do um, was utilizing small reminder thoughts. So after I get up and brush my teeth and now that I squat, Kimberly has this fun saying of hydrate before you caffeinate. And I love my morning coffee. It's one of my gifts to myself in the morning. And that's a habit. I get up and I drink coffee. So I stacked onto that is now I get up and I drink two cups of lemon water And then I switch over to coffee because that's now part of the pattern because you should hydrate before you caffeinate. That's right. They're they're small little things. What's leads us into the next one, which is don't shoot for the moon and overdo it and then disappoint yourself. So we have people, 
But go ahead. It's almost like under promising and over deliver. You know, <laughs> any service based business or any company out here, it's so important for us to. And I don't want to say plan small. I want you to dream big. I want you to think big, but be realistic with yourself. You know, you think about smart goals and the re- realistic aspect of it is if you know that you need to go out and I'll give you, a, and I'm sorry to chime in Misty, but I, I just thought about it. It, it like this morning. No, yesterday I went out for a run <laughs> and I decided, oh, it's raining. And I love running in the rain. It's just amazing because here in California, it never rains. So I decided to go out. I'm going to go run a 5K. Yeah, I get out there. That's all. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. And before I know it, it just kept going and kept going. I set myself up for the absolute minimum. But in the end, I was able to to achieve more. So when you say setting setting those standards, right, it allows us to achieve those things in bigger fashions if we set it small, but then reach a little bit higher. So when the gyms are open... Uh, this is what I used to do. I used to say, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes minimum because that's good for me. Right. But anything after 30 is a bonus I gave myself. So I would get excited for any time after 30, whether it was 10 more minutes, 20 more minutes or crazy enough, double the 30. And that put my mindset into a different zone instead of I have to, it's almost like I get to. Yes. Yes. And so when you're stacking the habits or when you're setting up your habits, Uh, It's not that we want you to shoot so low. We want you to shoot minimum so that you could hit it and be successful. Because what happens is sometimes we lie to ourselves. And that's the worst thing we could do is when we set ourselves up with good intentions. And we'll get into that in the next session where I say, I'm going to run five miles a day. And I do that for the first three days. But day four comes and work called and I got something else to do. I start to let myself down. And we were just talking about this is if you let yourself down and you don't believe in your own word, it's going to be hard to change anything because when you set out to do something, your subconscious goes, oh, we really don't have to because we're only going to do this for a few days. Yeah. What we want to do is set your up so that if you say something, it's equivalent to it. It's done. That's it. And people are on you and depend on you for that reason. Right. You're not the 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 boy who cried wolf anymore. You're the person who comes through with the results based on your word being the bond. And the main person you come through for is yourself. When you're at that level of accountability where what you say is what you do and your mind knows that that's when habits are going to change. That's when you're going to transform. And that's where we want to get to that piece back to transparency. Transparency in your word is I am my word. And if I said it, it's done. And so that leads us back to saying the small stuff, and it's not really small, it's kind of the minimum that you're able to do, that you're going to commit to. And I love this because we, um, Kimberly just got interviewed and she said something so powerful the other day. So Kimberly's been running one mile a day for five years. Yes. Five years, every single day, one mile. And someone was like, oh my gosh, that's so incredible. And that's so great. And, and you must love it. And she says, no. (laughs) I don't always love it. It's not always easy. He's like, really? Well, why do you do that? She said, because I know on a, on a off day, it's going to take me 10 minutes on a great day. It's going to take me less than seven. And I know I could commit 10 minutes to myself daily. Every And the kicker of it was, and if I said, I'm going to do it, then I'm going to do it. And then the secret is I'm going to lean in to tell you the secret. Hardly ever. Is it just one mile? 
True. But on the days it is, it is. And her word still stays her word. But on the days that it's not, one mile usually turns sometimes even into a marathon. <laughs> but that's, and I say this lovingly, Kimberly's not special. She just believes what she says is true. And not only that, you know. Listen to that. She believes what she says is true. So if she says it, she's going to get it done. That's right. And I think that's where the power comes in. And when it comes to developing those habits in your life, you know, you are saying what you want to do and then you're following through to make it happen. See, I believe that there are some things that are non-negotiable and it's so easy for us to talk ourselves out of things. I have the opposite problem. I'm always trying to, I'm always talking myself in. I just told you, I went out for three miles and ended with eight. Because I'm like, oh, it feels good. Keep going. Oh, let's go. And I'll tell you, if you decide today, today, as you listen to this podcast, either replay or live, think about, it's not live, but replay, <laughs> you think <laughs> about the fact that this is what I've said to myself. This is a promise I said to myself. And I want to give you a really quick story. I, and, and a lot of my stories revolve around either some sort of coaching or some sort of running or physical activity, because I've learned over the years that health is the foundation. It is the key point to succeeding in business and life. If your health is paramount, you're in a place to do so much in your business, in your life, in the world around you. Healthy equals happy, folks. Healthy equals happy. So real quick story. My son and I, this was probably about a year and a half ago. We were out just the evening and I had on my schedule, it was a Tuesday. I always do speed runs on Tuesday and I had on the schedule a speed run. He and the dog went out with me and I knew that we were going to warm up together and they were going to leave and I had to do the speed work alone. And so we got out and we were having a great time walking around the community laughing. And I'm like, yeah, I got a speed workout. Mm, I don't want to do it. But let me tell you, my system of accountability, I could have talked myself out of it, but my system of accountability... I wear a Garmin watch and that particular day I programmed my workout. So it knew after that one and a half mile warm up that it would then kick into speed. And guess what it did? It went beep, 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 beep. And I had a choice folks. I could choose to boom, hit the pavement and start running as fast as I could or turn it off. And I sat, I had a conversation with myself and I said, you know what? If you don't do it, the only person you're disappointing and lying to is yourself because mm. any, no one else is here. No one knows. And that's what integrity is doing what you said you're going to do. Even when no one is present, I made the decision that day that I would do the speed work as much as I didn't want to. And guess what? It turned out to be one of my better runs ever. And that's what it means to put your word on something and have the integrity behind it behind those habits that you're forming to create the lifestyle, the life that you've always wanted. That's because you're at a point where your words are bigger than your wants. Yes, that's good, Misty. Woo, yeah. Okay, write that down. That's good, that's good. <laughs> so you down. get the last one, which is system. Create a system of support around you. Her system with her Garmin watch or the people, accountability. So this is the crazy is, Sometimes people will do more for others than they will themselves. 
Mm-hmm. So if you could build up to that level of doing it for yourself, that's an amazing place to be, but not everyone starts off there. So where you could start off is giving your word to other people who matter to you because normally you won't let them down. Yes. So there's a baby steps into getting to that part of, because I said it, it's done because I told Susie, I was going to do it. I'm going to do it because I'm not going to go back to Susie and say, I didn't do it. And that's another great place to be able to start when you're doing your habits. Uh, Kimberly said something. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I appreciated what you said when you were talking about the intentions, because sometimes part two is our intention is we start off with a great idea or plan, but then life happens. But if you are committed to your ideas, your plans and your intentions, it doesn't matter what happens in life because you're going to go through the rain. You're going to go through the wants. You're going to pass on that donut. You're going to make those phone calls in your business that you know you need to make. Not because you set an intention to do it because you said your word to do it. That's right. That's right. And you know, that's one of the key things I've coached on for many years in the sales capacity. I used to train sales managers and uh, sales leaders and sales directors and even salespeople. And I know one of the greatest challenge was getting on that phone. And I would tell them all the time, you've set a goal because we did a goal session at the beginning of each year. And you said this year you wanted to make six figures. And we knew that in order to make the six figures, the formula said you needed to make calls. And in order to make the calls, you need to have appointments. And in order to have appointments, you need to make sales. But if you didn't make that call, everything else was null and void. See, and that's where the system comes in. We have to be willing to do those basic beginning things to get to that finish line. You don't start at start and end at finish. There's a travel, there's a journey, there's a road in between that we have to get through and go through to get to that finish finish line. Right, Misty? Absolutely. So an intention is something you mean to do. <laughs> Let's take out the word mean and an intention equals something you do. Mm. That is a powerful place to be in life. That is, that is. And we have to set our intention in in everything that we do. You know what I mean? Realizing, and I think it goes back to, again, that why. What is driving that intention, your desires in your life? You know, I intend to work out today. I intend to make some sales calls today. I intend to post on social media. I intend to um, reach out to my clients as a follow-up. Now we can intend to do a lot of things, but if we don't have the action, we don't have the plan, then it's not going to happen. Use your planner, use your resources to make sure that you bring those things to life. And here's the thing Misty said a moment ago, don't make them gigantic, ginormous. Put three things on the list, right? I'm guilty of putting 25 things on the list. And by the end of the day, I feel defeated because I only got through four. Stop setting ourselves up for failure. Let's put realistic intentions in place so that we can win. Hashtag winning. (laughs) I love that. And you nailed something earlier, which is our T, which is the trigger. So when you were out and you didn't want to do your speed run and the beep, 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 that was the the device that set up a mechanism. And that mechanism was a thought pattern of, I could do this or I can't. No, I'm not going to let myself down. I'm going to do that. 
So a trigger, it sets off an intense emotion or physical reaction. And sometimes triggers are bad. Sometimes something might trigger a memory of sadness or trigger something of trauma. In the work I do of 20 years, we worked a lot with individuals on how to overcome triggers of when they, in the moment, something else makes them feel an emotional way. We want you to be in control of your emotions, but we also know the psychology behind triggers. And you could utilize that to create your habits. And so one of the ways that um, we trigger ourselves is putting your shoes on or putting your shoes next to the bed if you know you have to get up. The mornings I get up to run is the nights before I sleep in my workout gear. <laughs> There's no excuse. The alarm goes up. I'm already ready to go. I see my shoes. It makes me want to run. You could also do this because you're almost advertising to yourself subconsciously. Here's the thing. Companies understand this. The other day I saw a commercial and it was a Doritos bag and it was just a red bag. And Doritos said, we don't even have to put our name. You know us by the red bag. And that was amazing because that's where we want your triggers to be. When you set those up, your subconscious sees it and it already goes into motion. Now, unfortunately, some of the things and this used to make me laugh all the time is I would tell Kimberly, I like to snack late at night. And she says, oh, that's great. Who buys the snacks? Right. So if I have a trigger and if, if I say I like to do something, more than likely I'm going to be able to not do it. All I really have to do is change my wording, right? Sure. I like to eat healthy during the day. Right. right. I could set triggers up through words. I could set them through intentions. I could set them up through affirmations. There's so much psychology behind it. It really gets me excited. Even the way you set up your workspace, that could trigger something. I know I read a book and it was about a general who would come home from a day in the military and he would put a hat that said world's greatest dad on. So it would trigger him to turn off his militant sort of a way and be open to be a dad and not the general in the family. And it was all a change of a hat from his general hat to his dad hat. And it's like so exciting because these are things that you could do to reach your habits and your goals and your targets just small little triggers you could set all around the house, verbally, physically, environmentally, all through the day. That's it. I love that, Misty, because those triggers are so important. You know, one of the ones that I use quite commonly is once I'm done with work for the day, <clears throat> I will plan out my day tomorrow. But what I do is I sit it on my laptop so that the moment it's work time, guess what's the first thing in front of me? That mm -hmm. list of action items that I need to take that next day, that's my trigger. Now, sometimes if I get caught up in a flurry or unexpected things come up, I may not get right to it. But nine out of 10 times, I go right to the action, right to the things that matter most. And I trigger myself intentionally by setting that up. You also save yourself statistically an hour a day. Because if you don't set up the day before, you're going to come in and take that first hour to set your day up and then there's distractions. But if you're the night before setting yourself up for success, now the next day you get up, you see what you need to do and you start it, you already took an hour out of your day that later on that night you could do anything you want, family time, workout time, more business time, but you're not caught in those patterns of trying to catch up. I love that. There's some, that's something about being organized. <laughs> Hashtag winning. <laughs> If you take nothing from today, set yourself up for tomorrow. That is a great one. 
Right. Set yourself up for success. And the best time to do it is the night before. Now, keep in mind, there may be things that come up the next morning. But if you know, hey, I need to get three things done. What are the top three things I need to be done for tomorrow? You write the list, sit it in your workstation. You're ready to work tomorrow. And there's nothing that can stop you unless there's a catastrophe waiting. But we're not anticipating that. We're planning all good things so that you can launch and go and hit those targets. We plan for success. And how we help you with success is by giving you self-work. Things you could do in between the podcasts It'll be in the notes, but it'll also be here. We talked about it today and I want to hone in back in. I want to hone in on it. You are your word. What are some ways, Kimberly, that we could practice daily being our word? One, I think you have to think about who do you want to be, who you want to be and who you want to be known for. And I think Mm -hmm. that is really important. And so when you think about that very point in itself, My word is my bond. What I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And I don't know if I've talked about this before, but with my one mile challenge, my son would often say to me, you don't have to. And I would say to him, son, I do, because that was a promise I made to me. It wasn't about you or John Doe or the people on Facebook and Instagram that's watching my posts. It's about what I say to me. I want to feel good about me and what I've done for me. See, it's a little selfish, you might think, but no, in the end, that's how you win this journey called life. That's how you win these mindset wars that we have. It's keeping our word and sticking with it. I know it's a little easier during COVID, but when COVID's out, here's what I coach my people on. Don't say you're going to go or be somewhere that you already know you're not going to be to be nice. That's back to transparency equals transformation. If you don't want to go and you know you're not going, you don't smile and say, I'll see you there. And then, oh, traffic. Or you just say, I'm not going to be able to make it. Right, right. You don't need to explain yourself to anyone else, but it helps build your word to yourself. Because if you say out loud, I'll be there, and you already know you're lying, that's not integrity and that's not going to help. You're going to get trapped in shame and blame. So say the things that you want to do and show up and say no to the things you don't and don't. That's right. That's an easy homework. Well, especially during this time, but we come out of this time. Don't be promising all the places you're going to go that you know in your head you never meant to. That's right. That's right. Now, the second one, though, Misty, when it comes to habits, what name one thing that our audience can do to really uh, solidify and form quality habits? And I know there's tons of things, but what would be one of the key things you would say really matters when it comes to habits? So it's a little bit of work. Uh, write it down and read it every morning. Your why. If you keep it in front of you an awareness, you're going to work more to meet it. If it stays in the back of your head and, and life happens, then you're going to have, oh, I had good intentions and maybe next year or 2020 you had COVID and you're, you're, all the BS is going to come in. So right. if you write it down, put it on your phone, set an alarm on your phone and at noon it'll ding and it'll say like, are you living Uh, your best life? Are you, are you your healthiest? Did you do your best to be your healthiest today? A lot of us on New Year's, I think we want to focus on health and wealth. That's a lot of the people I coach, a lot of people out there on the internet, health and wealth. This is my year, health and wealth. Write it down and then read it, stay in intention with it. 
And that's great because the next couple of weeks, we're going to be focusing on health and wealth. (laughs) We're going to bring that subject right to the table. And I know we integrated every single week because that's very much a part of who we are, but we're going to deep dive and give you a really focused episode about uh, health. We're going to bring on a guest the following week to talk about wealth, how you create it, because those are the two top New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions, whatever you want to call it. But we want to help you do just that. As business owners, dreamers, and entrepreneurs, we want to give you tools that will move you to action. And we know that we've given you so many resources over these last few weeks, but our goal is to keep giving you more. Like Missy said, 2021 will be on fire, right? So get ready, get ready to really win in 2021. And we want to help you reach those goals. In fact, we are doing a live, live goal setting course in just a couple days on next Tuesday. So today is January 5th, correct? We started off uh, with a vision board, visual session that we offered to our audience. It was absolutely amazing. And now we're doing part two, which is that goal segment. And then we're going to top it off with action planning, which is goal step number three. So we want to help you see your goals, bring them to life, hit those targets and smash 2021. Right, Misty? Oh, I'm so excited. Goals gives me all tingly. Right. I was going to say, we couldn't do this show alone without some of our affiliates and sponsors and partners. That's right. We've got so many of them. You all know the name Made to Be Fit. That is one of our sponsors. We're so excited that they have come alongside us to help us share this good news with you all, because we know that we were made to inspire and inspiration comes through being healthy and happy and Made to Be Fit is your fitness and nutrition resource that's here to help you on your journey. We have the Mentor Studio. You'll find the link in the notes. We are gathering, we're collecting authors, podcasters, uh, speakers, trainers, because we want to take personal development to the masses. So if you fall into any of those categories, uh, if you're addicted to personal development like us, or if you are ready to get on stages or be on podcasts, please click the link and learn more. That's it. Well, as you can hear and see, there is something out there waiting for you. Now Now go go get get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.